0: We head to the bottom of inning number six, and there is a new pitcher for Rice, number 34, Micah Davis. Let's see what we can tell
1: you about Micah.
0: Well, J.P. Heath, the radio broadcaster for Rice, texted me and said, their hardest thrower, 93 to 94 miles an hour. And he'll face the top of the Blue Raider order. Fausto Lopez leads it off, and the first pitch comes in at 88. And up around the eyes on Fausto, fifth appearance, five innings pitched, five hits, two runs, six
1: strikeouts. Hasn't been used all that much.
0: That us get back gets back to the screen, and it's two and zero. Oh. So Davis is the fourth pitcher used. Alex DeLeon will get credit for an inning. And Davis pitches ball four. So a walk will put Fausto Lopez on. That'll bring up JT Mabry. I
1: think that's the last thing they wanted to do. Yeah. Long threw uh, Lopez out in the fourth inning. Trying to steal. Falstoke swiped a couple in the first inning.
0: the ball hit high in the air. Coming in the right fielder, Garibay. And he will make the catch there. He had the glasses down and made the catch. Four out number one. That'll bring up Cole Escher. It was Mabry who started that hit parade in the fifth inning. Started the first of six hits in the fifth that produced four runs. Now, Escher had an infield hit as part of that. That. Runner goes and Lopez is gonna be in there safely. Ball gets through and Lopez bounces up and heads to third. That's gonna be a stolen base E2. I'll tell you, he did not hesitate once that ball hit the dirt. And now the Raiders have a runner at third with one out, continuing to apply the pressure.
1: A lot of players would have just
0: been satisfied with a
1: stolen base there. But when the ball got by, as you say, he uh, broke for
0: third. know, and here's one that gets away, and here comes Lopez. He will score easily. So get him on, get him around, get him in. And Lopez, it only took him. What, one pitch? Because the first was, he stole, or it's actually two pitches. He stole second and went to third. And then on ball two, he came home. He was on base about 38 seconds. Wow. And he scores on a wild pitch. It is now seven to four. And that three run lead Once you breathe a little bit more, 3-0 delivery, and that one's outside ball four, and Escher walks on four pitches. That is the second walk of the inning, and the eighth walk given up by Rice pitching today. This guy may be their hardest thrower, but I
1: don't think he's their most accurate.
0: Nope, and all kinds of folks running around down in the Rice bullpen now. Micah Davis on in relief. Brett Coker, the third baseman, showed bunt but had to back out of there and bail out on a pitch that was inside. It's 1-0. and <laughs> Escher starts and stops and backs up and 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 what? and all the everybody in the rice dugout yelling at the pitcher yeah, uh, who was paying no attention.
1: Yeah, they were yelling for him to step
0: off. He did. Throw to first and it was to the left hand side of the first baseman, which was away from the runner. Still one ball and no strikes on Coker. And Escher gets his lead at first. Ball foul back. That one's back there with the statues of Coach Stanford and Mr. Smith, yep. the Chief. Runner goes. Pitch is low and no chance for long. He doesn't even make a throw. So Escher steals second.
1: He picked a great pitch to steal on. It was an off-speed breaking ball in the dirt. You're right. uh, No chance for the catcher.
0: So down to second goes Escher. Count on Coker, two balls and one strike. To the plate. Hit high in the air in fair territory. This one is playable. Coming over is Knighting and making the catch for out number two. So two away for Hagenau. Jake is one for three, struck out twice. Singled, drove in a run and scored. So still a runner at 2nd, but now with 2 outs. Could still get him home with a 2-out hit. Aganow takes a strike at the knees. An an 89-mile-an-hour fastball. And it's 0-1. Davis checks the runner at second, comes to the plate just outside, ball one. It's one and one on Blue Raider catcher Jake Haganow. Raiders won't be home until two weeks from yesterday. Go to UTSA next weekend. One ball, one strike, swing and a miss. It's one and two. The Blue Raiders have scored a run without the benefit of a hit this inning. Davis with a long look into his catcher. And a one-two delivering coming to Hagenau. And the pitch, that one hit him in the head. Bounced off his helmet. That was not his best fastball that went that he hit him with, and he didn't mean to. So the first batter hit by a pitch in the game is Hagenau it's now first and second with two outs. And Hunter Sullivan. That looked like a breaking pitch that didn't break.
1: Yeah, that, that ball caromed off his helmet and went all, back, all the way back to the screen.
0: So time called, and the catcher, Long, goes out to talk to his pitcher. Again, two outs as the inning continues in the bottom of the six. Don't forget our spring sports show on Facebook and Twitter. You can also catch replays on True Blue TV. That will be Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. This week featuring men's and women's tennis, Jimmy Borendame and Mateo Bailey Duval, men's and women's tennis coaches and a couple of student athletes as well. Hunter Sullivan, the Blue Raider left fielder. He is one for three today with an infield hit. First pitch to him is a strike
1: i just figuring uh, these stolen bases, Chip, in the series. The Raiders have 10 stolen bases. Wow. They have been thrown out six times.
0: So they have attempted 16.
1: That's correct. And uh, you know the catcher Long is going to be glad to get this series over with.
0: (laughs) One-strike pitch foul back to the screen, and it's 0-2 on Hunter Sullivan.
1: Although he has done... I think a, a very good job behind the plate. Good defensive catcher, but you're not going to throw them all out.
0: That's correct. And, again, the you know, the you, you just spoke of it with Escher. Picked a perfect pitch to throw on that, I mean, Johnny Bench was not going to throw him out. No. 0-2 oh, delivery to Sullivan. That one's outside for a ball, and it's 1-2. and two. Well, Mr. Palmer, I wish you very good weather next weekend and uh, calm weather, I will say, in San Antonio. Usually a lot of sunshine down there. One-two pitch, bouncing ball towards second. Carp will take it and throw to first and that will end the inning for Middle Tennessee, but the Blue Raiders do add a run. Uh, It's a run on no hits. There was no errors, and one man left on base. Through six, it's now Middle Tennessee seven, Rice four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete
2: without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run.
3: That's what I said, Bunny Bread. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station
4: for
0: Blue Raider Sports through six full innings. It's middle Tennessee, seven runs on ten hits and one air. Rice, four runs, six hits, two airs. And the Blue Raiders have picked up six of their seven runs in the last three innings and Now, to take you home, here's the old pro, Dick Palmer. Well, not only did you
1: hold the lead, you extended it a little bit. 7-4, the Raiders lead as Justin Long bats first for Rice here in the seventh inning against Eric Swan working in his third inning. The freshman right-hander delivers a pitch in the dirt, bounced over by the Blue Raider dugout, ball one. Swan came in just after Edwards' home run, inherited a 1-2 count to Nighting's, struck him out. There's a strike called. And then struck out Como and got Garibay on a fly ball and then set the side down on order in the sixth inning. So he has pitched well since coming in. One ball and one strike to count. Pitch is fouled off to the right side. Scoreboard shows two strikes, so I will make that change. Justin Long has two doubles in two trips to the plate. His first two extra base hits of the season takes this pitch outside and now it's one and two. He'll be followed by Hughes and then the top of the batting order. Raiders leading seven to four, trying to win the series here against the Rice Owls, which if they do, would be a rare occurrence. A swing and a miss and long down on strikes. Four out number one. Swan gets his second strikeout and the batter is Hal Hughes. He is flyed to center and grounded to second. He's the number nine hitter, so Edwards is on deck. He's already hit two home runs in the series. Strike call, nothing and one. One out of that uh, good baseball program at Oakland High School under Coach Mac Hawks. The pitch, off-speed strike. Nothing and two to use. And the 0-2 pitch swung on, popped up. In the infield, all three, four infielders coming in. It's going to be Mabry, the second baseman on the infield grass to take that high pop-up for out number two. And the batter will be Cade Edwards, who has a double and a home run today. Struck out in between those two and had a big uh, home run in game two yesterday. Or is that in game one, they all run together. That was in game one. There's a ball hit to left field, long run for Sullivan down in the corner. And that one is gone. Edwards has done it again. A home run right down the line and left field. Sullivan was getting ready to play it off the wall, but it sailed over the fence for his second home run of the game and third of the series. The first hit, the first run of
5: Eric Swan.
1: And it's now a seven to five game. And the batter is Bradley Knighting. Their first baseman, 0 for three. Held up and it's high for ball one. One ball, no strikes to Knighting. Swan, a tall right-hander, stands 6-6. Pitch is fouled back to the backstop, one and one. Como waiting to hit next. is empty two outs. And the pitch is high and away ball two. Two and one to nighting. Long struck out to open the inning. Hughes popped out and then Edwards hit it out of the ballpark again. Pitch swung on grounded to the right side. Up with it is Mabry, another good play by the second baseman JT Mabry to retire nighting. And the Owls here in the seventh inning, but with the home run, one run, one hit, nobody left. Seventh inning stretch time at the ballpark, Middle Tennessee seven, Rice five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
2: The DoubleTree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace, or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University, with Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie.
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: And we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders leading by a score of seven to five. As the fourth vice pitcher, Micah Davis, takes his warm up tosses. So, how are we coming with the the gone fishing team?
0: Caught you at a bad time. Having a little snack, but <laughs> okay. We'll add a, add a couple more names here to the list. We talked about Mudcat Brewer, right? There was also another Mudcat that played in the big leagues, Mudcat Grant. Correct. Okay. And when you go fishing, Mr. Palmer, what is your favorite kind of fish to catch? A bass. And uh, one of my favorite Houston Astros, Kevin Bass, one of many different basses who right. have played. And, uh, of course, a very healthy fish that uh, is very popular these days, the uh, grilled Tim Salmon. Right. Then we have a couple of others here they are kind of cute we'll get to in just a second. For the Raiders, Daniel Freeman leads it off. Had a
1: sacrifice fly in that. Big fifth inning when the Raiders scored four times. First pitch in the dirt ball, one. Freeman has walked twice and with a sacrifice fly, has a run batted in. It'll be his first of the season. The pitch inside four ball two. two and 2-0. Daniel Freeman making his first start of the year in... Uh, the Blue Raider lineup today at first base. Time called with a 2-0 count. <clears throat> and we're going to have a
0: meeting of the minds on the mound. Well, while they do that, give you a couple of others that Tony Kessinger, these are a couple of reaches here. Uh, <laughs> uh, kinds of, One is a, a really good fish you would eat, and that would be uh, down on the Gulf Coast, uh, Chief Wahoo. The Wahoo fish is pretty good, and one you would not uh, necessarily want to eat. Uh, that would be the uh, the non-tasty Steve Garvey. Yes. <laughs>
1: well, how about R- Ralph Gar?
0: Oh, there you go. Beep, beep. So a new pitcher coming in. We'll get the glasses on him. 40, I think.
1: He's a big one.
0: He is a big cat.
1: Yep. Number 40 is Matthew Linsky. 6'7", 245, a freshman from Humble, Texas. Matthew Linsky. Matthew Linsky. Linsky. Numbers on him. Making his sixth appearance, he's pitched five in the third innings. No hits. He's given up one earned run. Walked six, struck out seven. And opponents are hitting zero against him. He's given up no hits. But he has given up a run, so he has had at times a little trouble finding home plate. Linsky. So Davis is lifted with a count of two balls and no strikes or is it three balls is that a three out there? Two balls, no two balls, strikes. no strikes on the uh, batter. <clears throat> now, if he walks him, I don't know who the walk is charged to in this case. We'll let the official score take care of that. So, Freeman saw two pitches from Davis. Now he's going to see Linsky.
0: That's the second His, pitcher that uh, Matt Braga has changed in mid at bat yes. today.
1: And the Raiders uh, did that with Swan. That's correct. So, now Freeman's going to bat against a guy who's even bigger than he is. Freeman about 6'5", 240. Linsky, 6'7",
0: 245. And you just had Eric Swan out there, who's about 6'5". Big
1: right-hander delivers, and it's high for ball three. Three balls, no strikes to Freeman. D.J. Wright waiting to hit next. Ball four is low, so a base on balls to Freeman, he has walked for the third time in the game. And the batter will be Sanders. That walk is either charged to the new pitcher or the previous pitcher. Wright has walked, flied out, and singled.
0: I think they're going to give that to Davis.
1: So a runner at first, nobody out. Linsky with the pitch in the dirt. Ball one. Raiders leading seven to five. That one might have caught the catcher in a bad place played umpires giving him a little time to recoup catchers have to protect the umpires so the umpires reverse the uh,
0: the favor when the catchers need some help that look caught that him. caught him on the meat part of his right hand
1: yep So the count one ball, no strikes on right. And Linsky has yet to find the strike zone, which he just did with a good fastball. One and one. Raiders with a leadoff man on here in the 7th inning. Trying to add to a lead. Inside and low, ball two. Right, bounced a single through the left side in the 5th inning when the Raiders had 6 hits in the inning. The pitch. Low and outside, ball three, three and one.
0: You know, uh, one of the connections between Rice and Middle? I think you know this, don't you?
1: I think I do. The old football
0: coach from Murfreesboro. Jess Neely. Jess Neely, strike call. Who actually uh, grew up, I think he was born in Smyrna. Correct. And um, played at both, if I'm correct here, Jess Neely played at Middle and Vanderbilt. Yeah, he played uh,
1: at both schools in the same season. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Pitch strike, three call, throw to first, the runner back.
0: And I'll tell you, Freeman was not paying attention there, but he did get back in time. So a strikeout for the new
1: pitcher, Linsky, and with one out, the batter is Nathan Sanders.
0: But Jess Neely went on, uh, of course, coached at Vanderbilt, Was the eight? A- came back later as the AD at Vandy, but was the coach at Rice, and I think he is still there all-time winning as coach. And um, throw to first again, and Freeman is back after
1: a... Bunt attempt uh, was called a ball as Sanders was around to bunt, but didn't offer.
0: But uh, after his coaching career, came back as athletic director at Vanderbilt and then retired. But uh, his grandson, swing and a miss, one and one, uh, is is our good friend Tony Neely, who was a longtime SID at Vanderbilt and now he's been at Kentucky longer than he's was ever at, at Vanderbilt but but Jess Neely is the common thread between Rice and Middle you know I did not know Tony was uh, was uh, Mr.
1: Neely's grandson yeah I'm glad to find that out yeah Jess back when back when the rules uh, of college football were a little bit more lenient than they are now <laughs> Transferred in the middle of a season from Middle Tennessee to Vanderbilt and he was in middle in a game with middle one weekend. The next weekend he's playing for Vandy. (laughs) Didn't have to go through the transfer portal. No, he did not. (laughs) The pitch is low. Four ball two. Two balls and a strike to Nathan Sanders with Fausto Lopez on deck. Raiders leading here 7 to 5. We're in the 7th inning. Pitch is a strike at the knees to Sanders 2 and 2. There goes another plane out there having some fun today. Mm -hmm. Two balls and two strikes. Freeman leads at first. And the pitch is in the dirt. Runner cannot go. Three and two. Full count to Sanders, who is looking Next, for his first hit special. today. He's 0 for three. He's grounded out, flyed out, and struck out.
0: Blue Raider football team made their first ever trip to venerable Rice Stadium this past season and won the game in overtime in a game that featured the quadruple doink. There is a ball lobbed into center field. It's gonna be caught by the shortstop.
1: A good running catch with his back almost to home plate as Hughes made the play for out number two.
0: Now that was a strange game. It was. <laughs> and uh, it was – and there was – of all the games we played that had limited attendance, there was absolutely nobody at that game. Rice was super, super tight on their protocols. Bous still Lopez after the first pitch. Swings and doesn't get it. Strike one. Wayne Gross and I, and that, that, that part of the stadium where the press box is is about 100 years old, and that stadium used to seat 80,000 people, but um, Wayne Gross and I were way up there. Swing and a
1: foul out of play, and it counts 0-2 to Lopez. So you're
0: saying the stadium was almost as old as Mr. Gross? You know, I didn't say that. Do you? And we didn't say it was as old <laughs> as you, so <laughs> neither one of us mentioned that. Okay. So. <laughs> Pitches
1: outside. One ball and two strikes, the count to Lopez. JT Mabry on deck would like to get him up here with people on base. He has been swinging a hot bet.
0: The pitch, Lopez pokes it foul into the screen. I always, I always do enjoy going to to Rice for basketball at Tudor Fieldhouse. Correct. I like that. Uh, and that building's about 100 years old. And uh, it's always interesting when you go into an arena, they always have the banners that for retired jerseys and championships and stuff. Well, they have the banners with all their Rhodes Scholars on it up at the top of the rafters.
1: I expect there's more than one. There is. Swing and a foul back. Lopez staying alive.
0: Great school.
1: I don't know where the uh, other teams stay. We usually stay at a hotel close to the medical center and within walking distance of campus. Mm-hmm. There's some great walking areas down there if
0: you're into oh. that. Oh, you can, it's about a three mile loop around their campus, you, There's a and there's a path that goes all the way around. Just follow the fence kind around like, the Rice campus. Kind of
1: like the Greenway.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: Pitch to Lopez outside, ball two, two and two. Bowstone has a couple of hits today. Two out of three with a walk. Three stolen bases. Pitches outside, ball three. Full count, three and two to Lopez.
6: The Doug Young, educator of the month.
1: Lopez, one of the first first players recruited by Coach Tolman when he and his staff came in. We were told at the time, you're gonna love watching this kid play. Pitch inside, called a strike, got it on the inside corner. And And Lopez called out on strikes to end the inning. So that is all in the seventh. No runs, no hits, and one left. Be alert we have completed seven time full innings. It's We're Middle Tennessee, plans. seven, rice five, the on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
7: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, Give me a call today and put me to work for you, 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game.
8: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com.
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: And we we'll go to the eighth inning. Raiders need to get six outs, and before Como stands into the box, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball.
4: The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
5: Conference USA champs,
4: Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro.
1: Dick Palmer, Chip Walters with you on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Eric Swan lays the first pitch to Como right in there for a call strike. Como has struck out twice and been safe on an error 0 4 3 today. Swan with the pitch swung on and fisted into center field. Caught by Mabry on the outfield grass. Just moving a bit towards second base, and that is out number. One, and when you can retire Como in this series, as many times as the Raiders have, they have done a good job on him. He is two out of 16 in the series. Here's Garibay, the right fielder. One for three, single, and a run scored. Garibay, a left-handed hitter. Swan's first pitch to him is a fast strike. Nothing on one. Carp the on deck hitter. And high four ball. One ball, one strike. Readers have a right hander throwing on the bullpen. One out here in the 8th inning. There is a strike on the outside corner and the count goes to one and two. Freshman Eric Swan pitching in his fourth <coughs> inning. The pitch swing and a tap foul. Count holding at a ball and two strikes. Swan came in to relieve Siebert in the fifth. Got uh, three straight outs. Set the side down in order in the sixth. In fact: The only blemish on his record is a solo home run to Edwards in the last inning. There's a swing and a miss. Struck him out, and gonna have to throw him out. Throw to first in time. Ball's in the dirt. So Garibay strikes out. Hagenau throws him out. <clears throat> Third strikeout for Eric Swan. Here is Will Carp, the second baseman, who's 0 for 3. Right-hander delivers a strike at the letters at 92. Nothing in one, the count to Carp. Outfield straight away and barely deep to this right-handed hitter who is pushed off the plate with ball one, one ball, one strike. Got a couple of players down there loosening up in the bullpen. They don't seem to have a sense of urgency right now. Although the lead is just two runs. Here's the pitch. Strike called. One ball and two strikes. Hope everybody has a good day tomorrow. It's going to be in the 70s. For Easter Sunday,
0: have you hidden the eggs yet?
1: Have not. Okay, I'll have to have butts on my to-do list. Pitch is low in the dirt. Two and two. Don't have any little kids around anymore, so I'll have to hide them from the squirrels, I guess.
0: <laughs> it's it's a never-ending battle with the squirrels. <clears throat> two balls and two strikes.
1: And the pitch is just outside. Mm. Hagenow out, tried to convince the plate umpire that that was over the corner, but uh, no such luck. Three and two. Here's Swan with the payoff pitch, fouled out of play. Back over the press box.
0: Count kind of holes at three and two. Mr. Palmer, there was one other name on my list for the uh, gone fishing team, Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill, <laughs> s-
1: I, I looked up and there were several gills in the uh, that have played Major League Baseball. I didn't know which one to pick out. There's a swing and a miss, and... Carp is down on strikes. Three up, three down in the eighth inning. Nothing across for the Owls as we go to the bottom of the eighth. Middle Tennessee, seven. Rice, five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The
2: The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close to home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your
9: stay an unforeseen Forgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie.
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: And we take this game into the bottom of the eighth inning. The Raiders leading seven to five. We'll have JT Mabry to lead it off. Mabry, Escher and Coker against the right hander, Matthew Linsky through a scoreless seventh inning. JT Mabry has two singles and four trips. Takes ball one from Linsky, And the next pitch is over but low, ball two. Two and zero. the count. Baber now six out of 14 in the series with a couple of home runs. Strike call, two and one. That's pretty good. By far the Raiders best hitter in this. Rice series. Swung on, fouled out of play, and the count goes to two and two. That's
0: 429 for the series. I expect his dad uh, would approve of that.
1: Two balls, two strikes. Swing and a ball hit foul down the right field line and down close to the Blue Raider bullpen. Mabry's dad, a former big league hitting coach with the Cardinals. 2-2 the count. Walensky with the 2-2. Hit in the air in the right center field. Hit pretty well, long run for the center fielder, and he's gonna make a running catch out there
0: as Walsh chased it down in right center out in front of the scoreboard. Well, even though he he made an out, still well hit ball by JT. So one out in
1: the eighth inning, the batter is Cole Escher. Escher's been on base all four times. He has walked to the plate. He has walked three times and had an infield hit. There is a strike on the inside corner, nothing and one. The pitch, but it. Third baseman Como charges, throws to first and just got him by a step. Como made a nice play.
0: Boy, he laid down a pretty good bunt and tried to beat it out. And uh, you know, good play all around
9: and
0: Escher very close to, to beating that play out. Catch a third baseman playing deep. Why not? Better is Coker.
1: Pitches outside, ball one. Brett today,
0: two singles and four trips. But had he beaten it out, that would have been apropos for his day, Uh, Escher. He had another infield hit earlier, and as you mentioned, three walks. Pitch high for a ball.
1: Two balls, no strikes. And the pitch. High inside ball three, three and zero oh to the Blue Raider third baseman Brett Coker. Base is empty, two outs. Raiders leading seven to five. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning, and there's ball four upon a four pitch walk issued by Linsky. The batter will be Jake Haganow. Really good to see the Box family earlier today. Yep, came into the into the booth to say hello. David, and his wife Margaret, and son Grant, a former Blue Raider catcher, all the way up from Shelby County to
0: see the game from the 901. Yep, hanging out of the batter. Takes
1: a pitch low and outside for ball one. He has singled and been hit by a pitch. He has fanned twice, so one out of three. With a run batted in. A pitch. That is a strike at the letters. One and one to Hagenow. Coker, who walked, is at first base with two outs. Linsky, big right-hander, ready to work. The runner goes, swing and a miss, the throw to seconds off the mark. And in there with a the stolen base, Brett Coker. His second off the day.
0: Is uh, if I'm correct, that's the 11th stolen base in this series. Correct.
1: <clears throat>
0: so a runner at second now,
1: and a one ball, two strike count to the batter. Haganow waiting. Pitch is over with low, ball two, two and two. Raiders have had some people throwing, but it's well as Swan has been throwing. I'm looking for him to try to finish it up in the ninth. We'll see. There's a ball hit to short. Hughes has it over to first in time and that's going to retire the side in the eighth the inning Blue in the of the for the Raiders. Game. No there runs, no hits. No there one were left. We've no we completed eight full innings. Days. Middle Tennessee seven Rice five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG and College.
3: and Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We Genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis and Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
8: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com.
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Go to the ninth inning. Eric Webb will... Be back on the mound. Try and finish it up here for the Raiders who've made a couple of defensive changes. Bryce Similar is now playing left field, and Luke Benson has gone to right field. The infield remains the same. So a couple of changes in left and right.
0: You know what I'd like right here, Mr. Palmer? An oh. uneventful top of the night.
1: Yes, a 1 2 3 night. <laughs> Here's Baldwin to lead it off. He homered, or did he? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Back in the fourth inning. First pitch from Swan is a ball outside and 1 0. Oh.
0: His home run at the time gave Rice a 2 to 1 lead.
1: Strike called, inside corner fastball, 1 and 1. So they are playing this designated hitter rather deep. And there's a ball hit in the air to right field. That's going to be a foul ball and out of play.
0: Short hop the gate that is in foul territory down the right field line. Raider Atfield trying to keep everything in front
1: of them, so they are playing deep to this right-handed hitter. And Coker guarding the line at third. Here's the pitch. It is over but low. Ball two. Two and two to Bullman. Tall right-handed batter, almost Stands straight up in the batter's box. Here's the 2-2 pitch outside ball three. Full count. Walsh waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Outside, and he walked him. And that is the first walk allowed by Eric Swan in the game, and that will bring the tying run to the plate. Can you see the uh, bullpen from where you are? Uh, got a, yeah. got a right-hander throwing.
0: And a left-hander. So
1: I can't see the left-hander. He's for- behind the pole. <laughs> Pitch swung on, popped up down the right field line, foul territory. That one is gonna carry out a play over by the clubhouse. One strike to Walsh.
3: Now batting the
6: center fielder, Hunter Walsh.
0: Right-handers Josh Young and the left-hander David Zaz. One strike to Walsh, the pitch.
1: Strike at the letters. That zipped in at 94. That's the highest speed I've seen since uh, Swan came in. Gave that in a little extra push, the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Count holding at 0 and 2. Walsh has hit three home runs this season, so he's not to be toyed with. There's a ball hit into left field and that's a base hit. And the first two men have reached here in the ninth. Second hit off Swan. And the batter will be Justin Long. Or a pinch hitter, I think we're going to have a pinch hitter, Chip.
0: We are, and I think that is Ben Dukes, number 42.
1: He played yesterday as uh, the D.H. Now
6: batting, the pinch hitter, Ben Dukes.
1: A left-handed hitter. So long the catcher's lifted.
0: His day is over.
1: He's probably taking a deep breath and relaxing in the dugout right now. He doesn't have to worry about the Raiders trying to steal bases anymore. There's a strike call to Dukes, nothing in one. First and second, no outs. Tying runs are on here in the ninth. These ninth innings are seldom easy. Around a bunt, pushes it, good bunt. Pitcher has to chase it down and cannot make a throw. He pushed it past the pitcher's mound toward the shortstop position. And Swan, the pitcher had to kind of circle the mound and chase it down. And by the time he got there, there was no play available. So now the bases are loaded with no outs. That'll go as a single. Now batting the shortstop, Hal Hughes. Better is Hughes. Here comes Coach Bunn. I was just waiting for him to take that step out of the dugout. And we'll see if the Raiders are going to make a change here or if they're going to stick with the freshman. kind of think they might make a change, but we'll wait and see. Coach Bunn has got everybody in the infield gathered around him on the mound. The batter is
0: Hal Hughes, Hughes, The, the catcher.
1: Oh, the shortstop, rather, yes. They're going yeah, to leave him in. He's going to stay in there. Nobody out, and the infield's going to play back with a two-run lead. They can afford to try and get a double play, give on a up ground a, ball, and give up one run. Cannot afford to give up two. So here's Hughes, pretty good contact hitter. He's 0 for three. Fly ball, pop out, ground ball. Pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss on a high fastball. Strike one. Now I feel still playing deep. They want to keep everything in front of them. One strike to count. Swing and a smash foul just outside the bag at third. Almost hit the runner who was in
0: foul territory. Which right there is a prime example of why if you're a runner at third, you get into foul territory. Because if it hits you there, it's no big deal. Just hurts. Yeah. Two strikes the count doesn't affect the game.
1: Strike out here would be very, very nice. The pitch chopped pitcher's got it only play is going to be the first and safe ball f- pops ball, out of the hands ball is loose and the second run is going to score There was a there was contact between the runner and the first baseman and two runs score and the game is tied and that was Just a little bouncer to the pitcher. Now I guess that'll be ruled a hit, Chip. Uh,
0: I think you're correct. Both teams have two errors now. So runners at first and
1: third. We're going to have a pitching change now. As Coach Bunn is coming to the mound, second visit in the inning. We'll meet a new pitcher, so we'll tell you who the new pitcher is, and I think it's gonna be Zaz. Yep. As he is coming in from the bullpen. we'll take a break and be back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post now you can receive the murfreesboro post delivered by mail each week to your home for only 20 dollars a year sign up at murfreesboro and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the murfreesboro post started that's murfreesboro for delivery of the murfreesboro post
10: at tri green equipment they know the value of teamwork they have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trigreen.com. Try Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue!
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: New pitcher for the Raiders is left-hander David Zaz. That last play has been charged to the pitcher as an error. Two runs scored, 7-7. Seven seven. Runners will be at first and third. David Zaz making his 12th appearance. He's pitched 18 in the third innings. Given up 16 hits, five earned runs, has walked three, struck out 21, and a three and zero record with four saves, 2.45 earned run average. He has been very good out of the bullpen. He's going to have to be very good here in the ninth inning as Rice has runners at the corners
0: with no outs and. In Eric Swan's defense, he had <clears throat> two really tough plays on balls. He had the, the bunt that was to the third base side of the mound that got behind him, and he had to go try to make a play there. And then you had the bouncer, the high chopper, that was the bang-bang play at first, and the ball gets knocked out of Freeman's hand. And two runs score. So here is
1: Code Edwards, or Cade Edwards, the home run hitter for Rice. He's hit three home runs in the series. Right handed batter, first and third. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, ground ball to short, over to second, one. Throw to first, double play, but the go ahead run scores. That is a 6-4-3 double play. Coming in to score from third was Dukes. Now,
9: dang, the first
1: Two outs dang, now, man. and the Raiders are looking at a deficit going into the bottom of the ninth inning. Eight to seven. Rice, with three runs in the ninth, has taken the lead. Here is Knighting. First baseman, it's ball one outside to him. Sullivan, Freeman, Wright are scheduled to hit in the bottom of the ninth. Ball two is outside, two and oh to Knighting. Bases empty, two outs in the ninth. Strike called, and it's two and one. Raiders had a seven to five lead coming into this inning, but Rice quickly got the first three men on. And then the arrow. The double play ball got a couple of outs, but the go-ahead run scored. Air strike two. Two and two.
0: A part of it here, you're getting into the bullpens and. Rice will probably make a change and bring in their closer now. Whoever that might, whoever be. whoever that might be. We shall see.
1: Actually uh Bay, their right fielder has three saves on the season. Swing and a foul out of play Bull count to nighting. Let's see, Garibay has actually pitched in four games with three saves. Go, 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 go. Full count to Nighting. Zaz with a pitch, swung on, hit down the left field line, fairly deep go, go. and in foul ground, it's gonna be caught out there by Simlar. So Nighting is retired on a foul fly ball We're to left field.
6: Ninth, that is all run, in the night. Three, three runs, four
1: two four hits, an error. No nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth. The Raiders need one to tie and two to win you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
6: What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders.
4: Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play Big Buck Hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: We go to the bottom of the ninth inning, and it will be Garibay coming in, the left-hander who has been playing right field for this entire series. He will come in to pitch in the ninth. Very talented freshman out of La Marque, Texas. Not
0: only is the, their cleanup hitter, he is their closer. Pretty valuable guy on the roster, isn't he? It's, it's going to be Bryce
1: Simlar to lead off. He replaced Sullivan in left field to start the ninth inning. He'll be followed by Freeman and then DJ Wright. So we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Raiders need a run to tie. Two would win it. Here's the first pitch. It is a ball inside to Simlar. Freshman from Columbia, right-handed batter against the left-handed pitcher. Strike called, and it's one and one. Rice hitting 158. He is 6 out of 38, has a pair of doubles. Wow. Swung on, hit down the left field line. Fair ball. Simlar's rounding first, on his way to second, and he's going to pull in there, standing up, with a double, tree double, to lead off the ninth
0: inning. Well, that's a way to get it started when you got to have a run or two. So the tying run is in scoring
1: position, with nobody out. Hit it down the left field line, and. Double tree, double, double tree by Hilton. We will make your stay an unforgettable experience. We hope this ninth inning is an unforgettable experience. (laughs) Yep. Here's Daniel Freeman. Three walks and a sacrifice fly for Freeman, as we mentioned, making his first start of the season at first base. Garibay's pitch swung on hit fair. down the right field line. That is a fair ball. One run will score. The game is tied. Freeman is on his way to second and a pair of double tree doubles has tied this game. And that's double tree double. So Freeman, that's his first hit of the season. His second RBI, he got one on a sacrifice fly earlier. It is 8-8, and now the winning run is at second base, and we're going to have a pinch runner, I think.
0: No. Is that still Freeman? That's still Freeman out there, I think. Nope, we are going to have a pinch runner. It's going to be Gabe Jennings and Matt Bragg on his way to the mound. D.J. Wright is the scheduled hitter.
1: Well, that's the Raiders tied it up almost as fast as Rice
3: untied it and took the lead.
1: Bang, bang, two doubles, and we're back in the ball game. It is eight to eight in the bottom of the ninth. Do you know what two times four is? Eight. <laughs> Four had been the magic number in this series.
0: That's correct for wins. Well, it's going to take more than eight to win it. It will. (laughs) So Jennings, the pinch runner is
1: at second base. DJ Wright has a single in three trips. He's also drawn a walk. And the Raiders will have Brian Dillingham. In the on deck circle to hit for Sanders.
0: Garibay does stay in the game.
1: Checks the runner at second. Delivers a swing and a miss. Nothing in one to D.J. Wright. Still no outs. Eight to eight. Winning run at second base in the person of Daniel Freeman or Jennings running for Freeman. Swung on, hit foul down the right side. That one's out of play. Two strikes to count. Well, our soccer team fell two to nothing last night, Chip. Knocked them out of the tournament. Yep. That game had just started as we were leaving the stadium. Nothing and two to right and low for a ball got away from the catcher momentarily that's a different catcher it's number 14 i think that's carp behind the plate who had been at second base so they have a new second baseman number six tell you about that's him. Ed, that's
0: edwards the left fielder <laughs>
1: And we're going to have to look at another player. Yep, <laughs> left field. Two balls, two strikes the count to right. Can't pick the number out, we'll check it out. Two and two the count, the pitch. Swing and a miss, right down on strikes. It's out number one. Here in the ninth inning, the winning run at 2nd. Jennings running for Freeman, who died this game with a double.
0: Dillingham is your pitch hitter.
1: Brian Dillingham will hit for Sanders. Brian hitting 222. He is 4 out of 18. That's from the right side. Garabay checks the runner at second and the pitch. Strike call, nothing and one. Nathan Sanders had been hitless in four trips. The pitch is a ball outside, one and one.
0: The other changes, they have moved Edwards from left to second. Carp is now behind the plate. Knighting has moved from first to left field <laughs> and Bullman the DH is now playing first.
1: Here is Garibay, swing and a miss. He threw that so hard his hat came off. One and two and so obviously they have a new right fielder since Garibay is now pitching. There's got to be one new player in the lineup.
0: Uh, it is. Well, it's uh, Freeman, who uh, or, or Bullman rather, who was a DH. Oh, okay. But 42 is in left. Here's the pitch.
1: Swung on, hit in the air to right field. Going to be caught there. The runner tags, not going anywhere. And there are two outs now in the inning.
0: Ben Dukes, who came in earlier as the pinch hitter for Long, the catcher, he's now in right field. Okay, it was he who just caught the ball.
1: Uh, The fly ball hit by Dillingham. So two outs, and here is Fausto Lopez.
0: Maybe Fausto can be a game winner here.
1: He could end it right here with two outs and the winning run at second. Garabay with the pitch and it's inside ball one. Fausto has two singles, has walked, struck out twice. Stolen a bunch of bases. One ball, no strikes. Outside ball two. Mabry waiting to hit next. You know they do not want to pitch to him in this situation. They'll put all their effort into getting Lopez out. Two and O the count. Strike call. Two and one. Eight to eight. Bottom of the ninth. Left-hander checks the runner and delivers. Swung on, hit in the air to left field. It's going to be caught for the third out, and we're going to extra innings. That is all in the ninth. One run, two hits, one left. We will go to the 10th inning. It is Middle Tennessee 8, Rice 8 on the Blue Raider Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: What
7: happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well...
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
9: We go to
1: the 10th inning. 8 to 8 ball game. Como Garibay, and Carp. Middle of the order will face David Zaz here in the 10th.
0: Well, you said it correct earlier that the, the Blue Raiders got that. First run or that run in the ninth, Extremely fast back to back doubles tied the game up, but then you had a runner at second and nobody out and could not do anything with it. Couldn't even get him to third. So here's Como.
1: 0
7: for four today.
1: We well, just kind of get a little leery every time this guy comes up because. You know, he's their best hitter, and the Raiders have done such a good job on him in this series.
0: And we're going with the international tiebreaker here.
1: So they put the runner at second. That would be nighting, I think. Pitch is outside. Got's, gets by Hagenow and goes back to the backstop, and the runner will advance to third with no outs. I'm just not sure I like this rule. Ball one to Como. I didn't think we were going to use that in league games, but there's a pitch fouled out of play.
0: No, and and, and the thing is, they they've got things so jumbled, they are using them in nine inning games, but not in seven inning games. That's
1: that's what I was yeah. thinking about. Yeah. yeah.
0: Either do it or don't.
1: So a runner at third with no outs. Como hits it to second. The runner's not going to be able to score. Mabry with the infield in tosses to first for out number one. And I expect they'll leave the infield in for this batter. This is Garibay, who is now the pitcher. Infield remains in. David Zaz on the mound. So the runner at third base with one out is Knighting, who made the last out in the ninth inning. The pitch, a strike at the knees. Nothing in one to Garabay. Single in four trips. For the left handed hitter. 8 to 8. We are in the 10th. And the pitch. Strike at the knees. Same spot, same pitch, off speed pitch. Nothing into the count. Boy, strikeout would look big here, would it ever Zaz with the pitch swung on driven foul down into the Blue Raider bullpen and bouncing out. Count holes at two strikes. Runner third. One out. We are in extra innings. Here's the pitch to the plate outside for ball one. Mabry will lead off the Raider 10th inning. So the Raiders will have good hitters coming up in the 10th. First, we gotta get there. One ball, two strikes the count runner third the pitch swung on and hit foul down the left side that one is going to be out of play just over the retaining fence down
0: there we got some rail birds down there yeah we do on the fence all right mr coach when you uh if you had that situation had a chance to catch that do you catch it or let it drop oh you catch it yep
1: that's not Altuve running at third. That's cr-
0: great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you need it out here. One ball, two strikes to Garibay. Now he tapped it foul behind the plate. Count holding. Fresh supply of baseballs to the plate umpire. One and two. Enfield still drawn in. As is the outfield. They're in a few steps. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. And, and now winner. two outs. The infield can back up. Boy, what a big strikeout that was for Zaz and the Raiders.
5: Now batting, the catcher will and this
1: is Carp. 0 for 4. Started the game at second base. He is now the catcher. Here's Zaz, the left-hander, with the pitch to the plate. Strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one.
0: I tell you, the that uh, was a huge strikeout, but you can't let up. You can't uh, let your guard down here. Not at all. Get this other out. One strike to count.
1: The pitch, ground ball to second, Mabry up with it. Throws to first in time and the Raiders get out of that inning. In the Carp no retired, running. second no to running. first, no, no runs, no, no hits, runs one down. left. We'll go to the bottom of the 10th, Middle Tennessee eight and Rice eight on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's
2: Burroughs Heated Indoor Outdoor Pool Makes them the perfect stop to take a splash For your next staycation Or give them a call and let them help you Navigate how to plan your next event Enjoy flexible event venues That include a pillar free ballroom And two boardrooms They've got award winning customer service for you Plus catering and AV equipment rental There's really nothing that you need That they can't supply Plus don't we all love their
6: famous Warm Doubletree cookie welcome
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider
1: sports. And we go to the bottom of the 10th inning. JT Mabry's going to lead it up for the Raiders, who will have a runner at second base. And before we start the inning, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball
4: the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
5: Conference USA champs. Raiders win the
4: championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro.
1: Dick Palmer, Chip Walters with you. Trying to get this uh, series in the books. The Raiders can get a run across here in the 10th.
0: You know, and I don't think if you're Jim Toman, you could have a better situation than what you've got right here. You've got... You got Fausto Lopez as Ghost Man on second and JT Mabry leading it off. JT has two hits
1: today. And Garibay will face him with a potential winning run at second base. Here in the bottom of the 10th inning, he is around a bunt, lays it down. Pitcher falls down, throws to first. And the first baseman just made a game saving play. He blocked the ball in front of him. If that ball gets by him, the
0: game's over. Garibay had his feet fly out from under him as he tried to turn and feel the bunt. And that's good. That'll be an infield hit. That'll push Lopez to third with Raiders, no outs.
1: Raiders just trying to bunt him over.
0: Yeah, just trying to bunt him over. WILLING TO GIVE UP THE OUT. WELL, YOUR BEST HITTER UP THERE. SO FIRST AND THIRD, NO OUTS. THE BATTER
1: IS LUKE BENSON. AND COACH BRAGA, I THINK HE REMEMBERS WHAT BENSON DID ON, WAS IT YESTERDAY?
0: YESTERDAY'S FIRST GAME. YESTERDAY'S FIRST GAME. WHEN HE he, uh, BUNTED THE WINNING RUN HOME. SQUEEZED THE RUN IN. So wheels are turning on both sides now. They
1: really are. Luke Benson, a freshman, but he is an excellent butter. The Raiders, in the first game of the doubleheader yesterday, used Benson, who had come in as a defensive replacement for Escher in that game, which he has today also. Uh, They... In fact, Lopez, no, it wasn't Lopez. It was Freeman at third base. Freeman scored the winning run on the safety squeeze by Benson. So a long meeting on the mound. And I'm almost 100% convinced that's all they're talking about. Yep. He's going to bring in a fourth infielder, Chip. He, he is it. bringing in a fourth infielder. They're, they're going playing to,
0: two outfielders.
1: They're going to play on the grass. He brings the left fielder in. They're going to have a, an outfielder in left center and one in right center. So he's going to have the third baseman guarding the bag. He's going to have two infielders on the left side of the infield, actually three counting the third baseman, two infielders on the right side. Vincent is going to bunt and <laughs> bunt's at foul. <Powell.
0: laughs> well, if there is a play, you're going to need a traffic cop somewhere with everybody that's going to be heading toward the plate. That would be Lopez and five infielders. So Vincent, with a count of strike one,
1: Lopez on third, two of these infielders are creeping in and a pitch in the dirt gets by the catcher. And Lopez did not try that (laughs) might have made it. He might have made it, might not have. I thought maybe it was a good decision. That will send the, the runner Mabry down to second. That'll be a wild pitch.
0: We may go to toots later. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but the situation hasn't changed no it any. has
0: not but it's interesting you there's the third baseman holding the runner on at third
1: so now the count one and one pitch outside ball two there's still these, no outs these two guys the first baseman and the other infielder are charging almost to within 15 feet of home plate. Now they're going to swap up and put the third baseman in that charging spot and the left fielder who had been playing. I'll call him the slot
0: fielder. How about
1: that? He's going to go over and play third, the pitch. He swings away. First baseman has it. Who's going to cover? Now, Lopez trying to score.
0: He's going to be out at the plate. Oh, my goodness. That's not even close. That's terrible. Lopez called out at
1: home plate. Coach Hunt sprinted down from third base to challenge that. Oh my. And Tolman out of the dugout. Both are arguing the call at home plate. Lopez claiming he got in there and
0: that's the way it looked from up here. Wow, that didn't even look close. So.
1: Benson is out. For the first out. And they called Lopez out at the plate for the second out. And the batter is going to be Coker with Mabry at second base. So now two outs and a runner at second. And the Raiders very unhappy with the situation right now. Here's the pitch to Coker. And it's fouled away to the right side, strike one.
0: Well, Brett Coker could Change everybody's mood right now with a base hit. But my goodness, Blake Hunt the third base coach. Fausto Lopez and head coach Jim Toman all. Incredulous at the home at the call at home.
1: Here's the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. 0 and two the count. Carabay, the left-hander, with the pitch. Swung on, hit to second. And the play to first will end the inning. So the Raiders down in the 10th. No runs, one hit, one left. We will go to the 11th inning. Still tied, Middle Tennessee 8, Rice 8 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
10: At TryGreen Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at TriGreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is the proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue!
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We'll
1: go to the 11th inning. Still tied at eight. After the Raiders were apparently... Robbed of a win. Boy. In the bottom of the 10th inning on a call at home plate. I don't That's know it. any way
0: to put it. I mean, it was, it appeared not to be close at all. And the, uh, while Coach Hunt and Coach Toman and Fausto Lopez got their words in during the inning. I mean, it continued from the stands. So it's gonna be Bowman leading
1: off and Carp, who was the last out in the inning preceding this will be the runner at second with no outs. And David Zaz with a pitch, a strike, nothing in one. Bryce and one. Bryson Thomas has come into play first as the Raiders used a pinch runner for Freeman in that 10th inning. One strike the count. The pitch, swing and a miss, and he went fishing at an outside pitch. 0-2 the count. What do you call the guy in second base? Other than a base runner. (laughs) Done. Two strikes, the count. Swung on, hit to left, deep. Semler is back, has it, and the throw to third, not in time. Runner at second tags and goes to third. Rice caught that long fly right up against the fence in left field. So that's out number one. And Karp tagged and went to third after the catch. Mm. The batter is Walsh. And once again, oh, the Raider infield is going to have to come in with a runner at third and one out. Zaz looking in for the sign. He's been in hot water since he came in out of the bullpen. Has managed to get out of it so far. Swing and a miss. Strike one to Walsh.
0: Came in and got a double play in the ninth, and a couple of ground balls and a strikeout in the tenth. Now a fly ball here in the seventh, but a runner at third. One strike to
1: count. Swung on, foul to the screen. You know, even though I don't like this, this runner at second base rule, it has made the game a little bit more
0: uh, tense, hasn't it? Boy, it does. I mean, it starts out tense when you get to extra innings. Two strikes to count.
1: And once again, as we said in the previous inning, a strikeout here is big. Walsh has struck out once in the game, that was early. He's a right-handed hitter. And the left-hander, David Zaz. Well, the batter steps out. Zaz resets. Infield in on the edge of the grass. And the pitch outside and high, ball one. One ball, no strike. Oh, one, uh, one ball, two strikes, rather, to Walsh. In the 11th inning, 8 8 the score. Zaz with the pitch. Head into right field. That's gonna be deep enough to get the run in. Gonna be caught out there by Benson and the run will score after the catch. Rice takes the lead nine to eight. So a sacrifice fly run batted in for Walsh. Two outs, base is empty. And the batter is long. Nope, this better as the catcher. Well, it's gonna be Dukes. <laughs> Who's now in right field? <laughs> That's Dukes.
0: <clears throat> bed, Dukes.
1: Dukes batted for long, stayed in the game, and is playing in the outfield now. He had a base hit in the ninth inning. Left-handed hitter. Two outs base is empty. Rice now leading nine to
0: eight. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Thanks to Jeff Neal. Got some updates. Uh Women's tennis middle beat Western Kentucky six to nothing. That's their final home match 10 and nine on the season and third straight win. Softball dropped a six to four decision and. Pitch hit into left field
1: Simlar moving over near the line. will take it for out number three
0: and at the final four and Indianapolis at halftime, Baylor leads Houston 45-20. to 20. Ooh, Wow.
1: One run, no hits. Nobody left. Bottom of the 11th inning, the Raiders need one to tie and two to win. You'll listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
7: What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident.
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: We go to the bottom of the 11th inning. Rice leading nine to eight. Runner at second will be Brett Coker. He made the last out in the 10th. Hagenau, Simlar, and Bryson Thomas. The batter scheduled here in the 11th. Corner infielders in, popped up on the bunt attempt. Caught by the catcher Carp. One out. Rogers trying to bump that runner over, and Hagginow popped it up. Here's Semlar. Semlar led off the ninth with a double down the left field line. Scored the tying run. Garibay with the pitch. Strike at the knees, nothing on one. Bryson Thomas on deck to hit next. The left hander delivers swung on that ball, hit in the air to right field. The runner at seconds going to tag catches made here comes Coker to third base and he will slide in there safely with two outs so two outs a runner at third and the batter is Bryson Thomas It'll be his first at bat in the game came in to play first base after Freeman was removed for a pinch runner So Rice going with a standard infield now. And Garibay with a pitch inside ball. Whoops, called a strike.
0: I'm gonna make a prediction inside corner. Thomas is gonna be the last batter of the game one way or the other. I think you're safe either. Don't get the run in or he dings one. Oh. Ball hit in the air to deep right center field. And that one is
1: going to be off the wall. Thomas into second base with a double and the Raiders have tied it up in the 11th. And your prediction just went down. The it drain. went down the drain, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you got to go out on the limb. That ball hit the base of the scoreboard of the, or
1: right below the scoreboard. Yeah. For a double tree double for Bryson Thomas to drive in the tying run.
0: Now yeah, a base hit. DJ Wright can come through.
9: You got any predictions on this? No, I'm not gonna I'm out, I'm
1: out of the
0: prediction business.
1: Thomas at second with a big hit. And we're nine to nine in the eleventh. The batter is DJ Wright. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Dillingham on deck. Garibay out of the stretch. Strike two call. Mm. So, right in the hole, two strikes with a potential winning run. Down at second base. Left-hander delivers. Swung on, chopped to the left side. Tough play for the third baseman and just got it. Oh, they caught him safe.
0: Ooh, I thought they had him at first, Chip. Well, I thought he got there, but it was gonna, but I did not expect, I thought it was a close play and that he had beaten it, but I did not expect him to actually make the call that he was going to be safe. So now runners at first and third, and the batter is Dillingham.
1: This will be his first at bat. Are you going to try to squeeze him in again? The runner goes. They're not even going to pay any attention to him. That run doesn't matter. Wright goes down to second. Now second and third, and one strike to Dillingham. Left-hander delivers, swing and a miss. 0-2 the count. Lopez would be next. Dillingham, runner second and third. Chopped at foul. He stays alive. Count holds it oh and two. Runner third is Bryson Thomas. DJ Wright at second. One ball, two strikes. Swung on, hit the center field straight away. Over his head. Walsh running, going back, still going back. And makes the catch (laughs) near the warning track
0: in center field. He did not get a good jump on it.
1: Dillingham gave it a ride, but the Raiders come back to tie with one run on two hits and two left. We've played 11. And it is Middle Tennessee 9 and Rice 9 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
3: Granison & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granison & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: we go to the 12th inning, score 9-9. Nine nine. The runner at second base will be Dukes, who made the last out in the 11th, and the batter will be Hughes, the shortstop. And then we'll go back to the top of the batting order. David Zaz on for, let's see, this will be his fourth inning, I think. Round to Bunt, Bunt's at foul, strike one.
0: So, that is Dukes at first, correct? Or, at or second, second, rather. Yes. Well, Rice has a flight at 8.05 tonight. I hope we're not still playing then. <laughs> I'd say there we have a chance. This could be the last inning. I don't know. One strike to count the pitch. But it and missed. Strike two. Because of a same similar situation in 2018, the two teams had a tie in that series on the final day. And it was the first time for Rice to have a tie in 70 years. I'd forgotten about that.
1: The pitch. Just missed the knees, ball one. The series. This is the 24th game. Rice has a 13 to 9. Edge with one tie. That Mm -hmm. was that was the tie
0: 2018.
1: That would have been here. Yes. One ball, two strikes. Ground ball to second, the runner's going to go to third. The out at first. Mabry to Thomas. So one out a runner at third. The sacrifice didn't work. They got it done anyway. Got that runner over to third with one out. And the batter is now the dangerous Kade Edwards. Edwards. Two home runs today with a double. 10 total bases in this game. Infield is in. Score 9 to 9 in the 12th inning. Time called, Hagen out walks out toward the mound. Calls a meeting of the two middle infielders and the pitcher. First baseman and third baseman, not invited.
0: Remained at their post.
1: Now the plate umpire is going to break up the meeting. Say, hey, guys, this bunch has got a flight.
0: (laughs) He goes, and I've got an Easter egg hunt to go to. So Edwards steps in,
1: and they're gonna pass him intentionally, I don't blame them. So Edwards will go to first, receiving an intentional walk.
0: And with one out, it does set up the double
1: play. Middle infielders will drop back now in normal position, and the batter is knighting. knighting. Started the game at first base. He's somewhere in the outfield now. (laughs) Has has been brought in to play an infield position other than first base. Yeah. Here's Zaz with a pitch. He's around a bunt, takes a strike at the knees. So they might have been thinking squeeze play here. With one out. Infield in double play depth. Nighting. 0-4-5 today. The pitch swung on and hit to left. Yeah. Caught. Semblar. diving catch. one you know, he saved the game with a similar play, when was that? Just recently. It was in. Uh, was it in Memphis? I think Bob Jamison had that game. So that is out number two. First and third, and the batter is Como. Como is 0 for 5. Here's the pitch. Missed inside, ball one. Nine to nine, we're in the top of the 12th inning. Two outs, runners at first and third for Rice. David Zaz on the mound. Low for a ball, 2-0. and Catcher Hagenow flashing some signs to the infield. I don't think they would chance stealing. They might. Just in case, Hagenow was letting them know what's going to happen. Two balls, no strikes. And the pitch, swung on, hit to third. Coker's got it. Over to first, in time for the out. And we will go to the bottom of the 12th inning. Middle Tennessee, nine, Rice nine. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The
5: Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
10: At Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trigreen.com. TriGreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue!
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports,
1: and we go to the bottom of the twelfth inning.
0: High drama here at the ballpark today. It is, and we had a little delay between half innings. Now, so our understanding, there's a 5:30 curfew, and if that's 5:30, stop everything, or which it's 5:30 right now, or starting the next inning. I would imagine this is probably it right here. They have an 8.05 flight to catch, and there is a curfew involved. So apparently they're going to proceed without a pitcher.
1: Oh, there he comes. Yeah. Garibay coming out. Raiders uh, will have the international runner at second base, Dillingham. And Mr. Excitement. To lead it off, Bastille Lopez will be the leadoff batter. And the previous innings, the Raiders have tried to bunt that runner to third.
0: Tony Stinnett just uh, confirmed that this is it. This is the last half inning of the game. Tire win. Why not win it? So, I, I hope we haven't done all this work, Chip, just get a tie. Oh. <laughs> that would be – well, the thing is, you know, Middle thought they had it one in the ninth, and an umpire's call took that away. Rice thought they had it one in the top half of this inning, and the umpire's call at first on and out. They had the run coming home, so <laughs> – Here we are going to the bottom of the 12th. Again, a runner at second and Fausto Lopez trying to get this thing done. Third baseman in
1: Dillingham, the runner. Pitch to the plate, he did not show bunt, and it's low and inside ball one. Let's uh, go ahead and try to hit him in, is what the thinking is now, I think, since there's not going to be another inning. That's correct. One ball, no strikes. Pitch swung on, hit in the air. Gonna get him to third. To right field. Dillingham tags, and the throw coming in, he will be at third base with one out. So that's as good as a bunt, I guess. Fly ball to right field, moves the runner to third with one out, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. If I were Rice, I would not pitch to Mabry. Mabry. See what they do with Luke Benson waiting to hit next. Infield in. And they are not going to pitch to him. And I don't blame them for that. He has been a wrecking crew in this series. So now Benson will come up with runners at first and third and one out. And here we go with another infielder coming in from left field. I think they're bringing nighting is going to play third base. They're going to have the third baseman Como. play between the pitchers mound and third base on the grass. They're going to have the first baseman charging Now, let's see what Benson does. Two outfielders. The runner goes ahead and takes second. There's the bunt. The pitcher has it, throws to first and got him. Well, they had it played just right. The bunt was right back to the mound. Two outs, it's gonna be up to Brett Coker. With runners at second and third here in the 12th and two outs. So now they send their extra infielder back to left field. Enfield will go back and play a normal situation. And it's going to be up to Coker. Either the Raiders win or it's a tie game. Yep. They do have first base open. Left-hander with the pitch. Coker takes it in the dirt. Ball one. He wouldn't throw one back to the backstop, would he? I don't know. One ball, no strikes. Dillingham, the runner at third. Nine to nine. Bottom of the 12th. And the pitch. Strike on the inside corner, one ball, one strike. Coker with two hits today. Second and third, two outs. 12th inning, game tied. And a ball hit to the right side, slowly. Second baseman up, quick throw to first in time. And that's going to be your ball
0: game—a tie game, rather unfulfilling. So the game ends. Raiders win the series with <laughs> a ends
1: with a nine to nine final score—a tie game. Second time that's happened between
0: these two schools, both times here. 19, or 2018 and now 2021. So these guys gave it all they had,
1: both teams, for 12 innings. And neither team can celebrate after this one. No.
0: Nobody's going to leave here happy today.
1: always, drive home safely and go. So the... Raiders and the Rice Owls conclude the series. Middle Tennessee wins the series, taking two of the four games. Rice wins one, and one ends in a tie. Stay with us. Our postgame show will be coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. This has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. And by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. Welcome to the Blue Raider
1: Post Game Show. Middle Tennessee and Rice play to a nine-nine tie here at Bree Smithfield. The game halted after twelve innings due to a curfew, which uh, both teams knew about before the game, obviously, which uh, allows uh, Rice to get to the airport in time to catch their flight home. They don't want to be stuck overnight for one more night.
0: Yeah, in it, Tennessee. Yep. Yeah, they and uh, they they go home. Uh, very interesting series uh, Blue Raiders got uh, got really good pitching most of the weekend and then uh, some unusual things happened uh, in this game middle had a chance to win it uh, in the ninth the Blue Raiders gave up three in the ninth may have gone one batter too long uh, with Eric Swan I mean it's it's just a call you you make or don't make and uh, and there was an error on a play that allowed, the inning to continue, and three runs uh, come across to tie the game at, at seven. And then uh, both teams got a run in the 11th, and uh, or, or, or the Raiders got a run again, uh, or made it 8-8 eight, eight with a run in the bottom of the ninth. And then each team got a run in the 11th. And, uh, boy, Middle had a great opportunity in the 12th with uh, runner at uh, Sanders uh, on at second. And uh, Fausto Lopez and Mabry uh, and Vincent and and Coker and just could not get him in. They intentionally walked Mabry and and just could not get a hit uh, otherwise. Uh, but just uh, it it was uh, had had a play at the plate at the bottom of the ninth that uh, it seems like everybody in the ballpark except one guy thought uh, the runner was safe at home. That was the umpire. Yep, and the one guy who thought he was out was the umpire. And uh, and then there was a play in the top of the in the top of the twelfth uh, at first, where Rice thought that uh, that Freeman or rather uh, Thomas Thomas had pulled his foot, which would have allowed the go-ahead run to score, and uh, and the out was called there. So probably evened out a little bit, but uh, still both teams uh, probably claimed hey that we should have won, but it ended up you tied. Raiders win the. First game of the series on
1: Thursday by a four-to-one score. They take the first game of the doubleheader yesterday, four to three. Rice wins the second game of that twin bill, four to one. And here the two teams play to a nine-to-nine nine tie. So Middle Tennessee, after everything is said and done, will be fifteen, eleven, and one. And in the league will be 4, 3, and 1. For Rice, they will be 13, 14, and 1. And in the league, 2, 5, and 1 after today's tie. And the series will now be <laughs> in favor of Rice, 13 to 9, with two ties. Crazy. The last being uh, here, what, uh, three, three, three years ago. Three years ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Rice and Middle Tennessee tie 9 to 9. We'll take a break. Be back. We'll have some comments from Coach Tolman
0: and more. They're they're breaking up right now. Are they? Yep, it looks like. So, we might want to hold it. We'll see if uh, we're going to get
1: Coach Tolman coming this way. I believe you're right. He is. So, we will hold it right here and take our break uh, after his comments. Brady McBride down on the field with our wireless mic. I would assume Coach to- Coach Tolman would have some comments after this game, Chip. Yeah, he might, probably <laughs>
0: will. And, uh, they will, uh, always interesting. They'll, they'll get him closer here to make sure we have a good connection, uh, from the field, but, uh, all right. You're going to be the engineer now. Yep. I will be the engineer and, uh. Soon as Brady gives me a look, I'll tell him to go ahead. So he's ready to go.
9: Coach, it was a hard fought game by your guys, going twelve innings, all the end in a tie.
12: Yeah, it's kind of like kissing your sister. I'm disappointed that we didn't win the game. I thought a couple times we had it won. Still think we won it, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Probably guys we had it. even though I thought we should have won, we did fight back twice when we're behind in the last inning, uh, to tie it. We just couldn't get the big hit. And uh, uh, Eric Swan pitched really well. He's been out for uh, about three weeks with the flu, 17 pounds. And he got a little tired at the end. But uh, Zaz did a good job keeping us in the game. Uh, we left too many guys on early in the game. We had a lot of positives and then a lot of negatives. but. In the grand old scheme of things, we won the series, I guess, so that's, that's good. But it would have been nice to win three out of four. Instead, I guess we went, what do we go, two, one, and one? Mm-hmm. So two, one, and one, if you do that every weekend in the Conference USA, you're feeling good. But the way it happened, I thought we had the game. And, uh, but I'm proud of our guys for fighting back. After we lost the lead, we fought back a couple times, twice in extra innings. So we're showing a little grit. And uh, determination. We just needed that one extra hit. And it's in the south, that we've perfected we the art the of to the travel curfew, but they have a flight. And we, we said before the game that, uh, so everyone knows why it was called. Is uh, before the game, we said our last inning couldn't go past uh, this. Couldn't start an inning after 5:30 because they got to get the airport to fly back to Houston. So anyway, it's a tie. Um, it's awful, you know, it's better than a loss, but. Uh, Still not satisfied, but I'm proud of the guys for fighting
9: back twice. This is the team's seventh extra inning game, and I know you guys are kind of banged up a little bit. Uh, Escher's been battling some stuff. He got hit the other day. Uh, Link left the game as well for injury yesterday. How important is this next six days for you guys to get rested before going to UTSA?
12: Well, yeah, we have a few guys that are on the DL, but they'll uh, heal. and. Uh you know, we'll get a chance to take an academic day tomorrow. Actually, Easter Sunday tomorrow. Um, so that'd be awesome. And told the guys to go to church, and then Easter Monday we'll probably have off for an academic day. I don't even know if we have classes Monday. But uh, we'll practice again Tuesday, Wednesday, regroup, get some treatment, get some rest, do our two COVID tests, which we've got to do right now on Tuesday morning, and then
1: we'll get on a flight and head to UTSA. All right, thanks, Coach. So Jim Tolman with his uh, comments brought to you by Old South Properties as always. Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU. So it is a nine to nine tie. We'll take our uh, post game break right now and be back to give you the final numbers after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
10: Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who
2: don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero sugar done right. That's what I like. DoubleTree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs heated indoor-outdoor pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm DoubleTree cookie welcome?
10: At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trigreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go
3: Blue! Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
4: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider
1: sports. And welcome back for the final time for our Blue Raider post game show. Time to go inside the numbers of today's game, brought to you by Grantis Associates, certified public accountant specializing in business, personal accounting, and tax services, 615 895 1040, or online at gcpas.com. Final line score for the Blue Raiders today, nine runs, 15 hits, committed two errors, and left 16 men on base. Wow! And for Rice, nine runs, nine hits. They commit two errors. They strand six runners. Uh, No winning pitcher, no losing pitcher. Trent Siebert went the first four innings for the Raiders, gave up four runs, all earned on six hits. Eric Swan pitched four innings, gave up, Four runs, only one of those was earned on three hits. And David Zos went the final four innings, gave up no runs, or gave up one run unearned on no hits as uh, he finished up for the Raiders. Deskins started for Rice. They also used Gallant, DeLeon, Davis, Linsky, and Garibay. Garibay finished up for them. Time of the game, four hours, 37 minutes in a 9-9 nine to nine tie. Uh, the Raiders had Lopez with two hits. JT Mabry had three hits in the game. Coker had a pair of hits, as did D.J. Wright. And for Rice, Edwards had three hits. Two of those were home runs. Bowman had a home run. And Long had a pair of hits. So uh, pretty good hitting day all the way around for both teams, but uh, David eyes, well, I thought was really good today, Chip, Boy, uh, yeah. at the end, and having to start each inning with a runner at second base is not easy.
0: No, it's not, and, and he he did a good job of limiting the damage uh, there, and, you know, both teams had, you know, equal opportunities in, in those three extra innings, but, and, uh, in, in, you know, for middle to bounce back after a really emotional bottom of the ninth when you had, victory snatched away from you, uh, that they came back and, and, uh, and, and did what they had to do uh, to keep this game going, and, and it was a battle of attrition. I mean, Rice made plays, middle made plays, and uh, it, it is uh, a tie is very unsatisfying for everybody involved, but uh, as Coach Tolman said, you got to look at it, and at the end of the day, you win the series, and, uh, and you move on. So the Raiders will move on to Texas
1: next week. We'll be uh, <clears throat> going to San Antonio to take on UTSA and that really heavy-hitting Roadrunner Ball Club down there. Uh, Friday game will be at 5 o'clock. Saturday game scheduled at 1. Sunday game scheduled at 11 a.m. So Because uh, you guys
0: will have to catch a flight. <laughs> yes, keep
1: those keep those times in mind and uh, as always they they could change (laughs) but uh, we hope that we have good weather in San Antonio and until we uh, talk to you from down there I'd like to thank Chip Walters for sitting in with me again today our studio producer Zach Woodard and until next week from Texas this is Dick Palmer thanks for joining us on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College
4: this has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. And by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue